the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here she is, Andrea Kay. I said, are you going to be my girl? (laughs) You know what? I love that intro, except for the fact that it refers to me as sweet. Does anybody ever think of me as sweet? That's not too. Oh my! Yeah, that's not usually a word that's uh, that's used to describe me. I think the uh, the word that's been most often used to describe me throughout my life since my childhood, and this is not a joke. Total total revelation here. Full disclosure. The word has been relentless. In fact, and the message said end of message. Mm-hmm. Well, not the end of message. I got to tell you, my nickname was the bulldog. Because the word was, is that once I sunk my teeth into something, you couldn't shake me off, right? And I think you know my man who just played those, those uh, they open before I bring him in. He knows this as much as anybody, that you cannot shake me off. And I have not, nobody's been able to shake me going back a year and a half as to the government overreach. And that it was all about tyranny. It was all about power. And I will, you can't, you will not be able to shake me off my continued efforts to stop the tyranny in the form of these shot mandates. And also then to redirect the efforts and get people to demand the right to try and to use therapeutics that are saving lives. We've got that to talk about tonight. We've also got to talk about uh, the Democrats are suddenly like, what's going on with this crime? We have no idea. What's called, it's, it's like a shocker, right, Skins? Well, they've got no idea as to what's causing this crime wave. Um, but they've got a plan here in California, at least Newsom does. He's going he's gonna to try to use the same concepts and the same legal um legal shenanigans, if you will. I don't want to say shenanigans, but a lot of the same elements that are in the Texas abortion law that's become controversial. Newsom thinks he's going to apply that here uh, to gun laws. So we've got so much to get into tonight. So not I'm loving that clip, but we're not at the end of message yet. Although, is it really the end of the presidency at this point already for Biden? Thank Jesus. Mm, That would be, yeah, that would be definitely something to thank you, Jesus, for. All right, uh, might as well bring him in because he's already a part of the show so much with all of his fabulous sound bites. I'm talking about my man, DJ Potato Skins. It will include and across the board. DJ Potato Skins. Yeah, back to the crime wave for just a second. It's like the Democrats suddenly, Andrea, opened their eyes. They're like, oh, my goodness, where did all this crime come from? Well, yeah, they're like the arsonist, right, who set the fire and now is like, hey, can we get the fire department here? Although they've purged the fire department of people because, you know, of not wanting as well as other agencies and departments and law enforcement first responders because they don't want to get the shot. Um, Speaking of shots, I know that uh, today, you know, the breaking news, you knew it before I did. That uh, a, a, a panel of outsiders uh, discussed today and the CDC came to the conclusion, 89, at least uh, that we know of, 89 deaths later, uh, we don't know how many thousands of Americans with resulting thrombosis as well as myocarditis mm-hmm. from this J&J shot and blood clots, they've decided to recommend 
that maybe you don't get this J&J shot. Maybe you need to get the Moderna and the Pfizer shot. Yeah, I have shot. thoughts on that. Yeah, so um, let's talk about this J&J and this announcement today. You're, you're, you said you had a theory on this. I, I do, and you know, not that the J&J one is, is, is really any better, Andrea. There's problems with all these so-called vaccines, uh, if you want to call them that, and I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if they're trying to move people away, I thought about it, from the J&J non-RMNA vaccine and say, okay, well, you know what? You Don't worry. There's two mm-hmm. others, you know, go mm-hmm. ahead and get the Moderna, get the Pfizer. I think it has been the plan all along to push people towards this RNA vac- uh, mRNA vaccine because they really want to mess. I think this is an experiment. They want to mess with, with people's DNA, mess with their genes, which the Johnson & Johnson one, I don't think it does that, but it's still bad, bad for you. And so eventually, I believe it's going to be the only option on the table. I think that's an interesting theory, I, I, and it has some merit, particularly when you find out that as of yesterday, Pfizer, a week after Pfizer got the FDA to grant them 55 years before they get to tell you what's in Absurd. it. Absurd. 55 years before you get the data. They're telling you to leave this J&J right now, only for certain age groups, by the way. Kid, young kids, they still want them to get it. So I think that I think that they do want to push us into the mRNA, but I, I think they also want to have an alternative right now because if they can't get people to get their kids injected with the mRNA, they got to have something that they can use to to you know uh, get jabbed and right. and, and, and putting into kids. Because the age group that that uh, according to the VAERS reports, which we know is only about five percent, the age group most affected with this thrombosis and these deaths are really women ages thirty to thirty nine. So J and J is coming out today, said, but you know what? Let me tell y'all something. You got a greater risk of getting these clots from COVID than you got from um, from the J and J shot. What are you worried about? Wait, what, did we hear of of people that didn't die from COVID getting thrombosis? No, before? no, we didn't hear any of this. What we know is that people thirty to thirty nine years of age, otherwise healthy without any of the comorbidities even with comorbidities had over a 99.6 percent recovery rate so that argument doesn't bear out let me give you some of the numbers and then i'm going to continue on your to your theory with an an announcement that came out of pfizer yesterday as of december 16 um 1700 cases of uh, tts which is thrombosis and thrombocytopenia. uh (laughs) sorry we'll call it tts um, were reported to VAERS. Um, those, there, uh, there were also 1,429. So first there was 1,700 cases of TTS. There were 1,429 cases of, uh, of, uh, thrombosis, which is different than TTS. And then 265 reports of another version of thrombocytopenia. Altogether, the conditions, um, were said to have resulted in 89 deaths. And before you hear people like Eric Bowling today on Newsmax go, you know what? That ain't a whole lot of deaths. Initially, they're trying to say it was only nine out of 54 people. 89 deaths is a whole lot more than we should have. And by the way, back when uh, when Fauci killed uh, children with his RSV uh, vaccination trial, I think there was only something like five or 20 deaths or something before they completely pulled it from the market. And you go tell the 89, the family members of the 89 dead that it's a low number. And this is just the numbers that we know. And these are just the people that died immediately from it. If you've got thrombosis, you've got deep vein thrombosis, you've got blood clots, you are living a life on a ticking time bomb. Because you never know when those clots are going to break off and cause a stroke, 
break off and, and go to your heart and kill you. Your life is literally a ticking time bomb. I know that because I've got family members with deep vein thrombosis, with blood clots, with strokes. I in my There's nobody in my family that should be injected with any of these, by the way, given because it is not just J&J. J&J may have this particular clotting thing, but we know from Pfizer and we know from Moderna that there's myocarditis as a result, right? Which could explain why. Um, yesterday... Which ties into your theory, exactly. right? Yesterday, Pfizer uh, announced that they were going to buy Arena Pharmaceuticals at 100% premium and a 6.7% uh, dollar deal. What well, what does Arena Pharmaceuticals specialize in? They specialize in uh, studying cardiovascular conditions like acute heart failure and myo uh, microvascular obstruction. Oh, convenient, right? Yay! So let's just inject people with something that's going to give them myocarditis or deep vein thrombosis or blood clots that, you know, um, then creates a heart decision. And these these shots, by the way, Pfizer is making billions. All of them are making billions of dollars on this. And now they're going to make billions off of treating the heart conditions that they create. Meanwhile, Steve Scalise was out today saying, look, the, the you know, the CDC, they need to be considering other things like, uh, you know, um, natural immunity. How about you consider therapeutics given prophylactically that have proven to reduce your chance of getting COVID that actually work? Because these shots are therapeutics, right? That's all they are. These they're therapeutics therape- that you're talking about should have been given day one. Right. We know that they're real therapeutics that cost pennies. Like uh, the uh, and not just ivermectin, but uh, or hydroxychloroquine, but they're actually a part of a combination of drugs like Joe Rogan got that either prevents you from getting it or stop it from becoming something that for which you require hospitalization or a ventilator. Or if you don't have access to that or can't get it because we still am under the fact that we've got the FDA shoving out abortion pills in the mail now. Uh, you can get that. You can have you, you can put your kids on not on off label hormones at five years of age to stop their puberty, but you're not allowed to, to try anything, even if your your family member is on death's door, right? We've got you know, hospitals. Andrea, and I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on the radio, but uh, I have talked to quite a few, some that I have had on my own show, and what you can do great as a preventative, and again, it's not 100%, and as part of it, as you if you want to get you know better from COVID quicker, nothing you can do better than wild oregano. Well, uh, but, but, you know, that, that's, there's other things that you need to be doing in your no, own no, personal life, just, like I'm taking vitamin D, taking vitamin D. You need to be taking zinc every day. You need to be exercising. You need to be cutting back on the sugar. Part of the natural process. You, you know, you need to, you need to not be doing things that, that are contributing to you acquiring adult onset diabetes. That's the natural stuff. I'm talking about medicine therapeutics that right now we know across this country that people on death's door are surviving and having miraculous recoveries, but only after hospitals are being forced by the courts and often not in time. So Steve Scalise, and I've said this before, from Steve Scalise and others in the Republican Party, it's not enough for you to talk about the, the oh, I'm not against the shots. I just don't think they should be mandated. It's not enough for you to talk natural immunity. You need to be talking the right to try. You need to be issuing legislation that makes it a crime for anybody to deny somebody the right to try a therapeutic that is saving lives. And we're not hearing that from anybody. No, from nobody. And we nobody. need the right to try in all 50 states now. J&J's uh, statement today involves the fact that, you know, we just really care about, uh, we, you know, we, we think that there's an overall positive benefit risk uh, profile 
of this shot. So they're acting like, well, there's nothing to see here. Then they go on to say that, you know, it's still really an important shot to have because basically this is the only thing the poor people in Africa and around the world get. So what does that tell you, you lefties who say you care about the minorities in the world? J&J is basically saying, yeah, we may be killing people, but, you know, it's the only option for poor people around the world. Well, how about the poor people around the world have the option of continuing to go to over the counter and get their hydroxychloroquine that's worked and, and uh, to stop uh, these symptoms and why, and why so many countries in Africa have had almost no problem with COVID because they got hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin on the shelf, right? And every time they have one of these therapeutics, Andrea, that comes out, it starts getting a little attention. It's, it's shut down almost instantaneously. Absolutely. Um, speaking of shutting down, I was trying to find a segue into shoot and guns or whatever. But, you know, there's there's really isn't one awkward segue. Um, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owners to talk about Gavin Newsom's plan to piggyback off the Texas abortion bill with something similar for gun owners. We're going to talk to him about that, the crime wave. And did y'all hear... There's breaking news involving Alec Baldwin and the shooting on the set of Rust. Stay tuned. Get more from the Andrea K Show at OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I know I promised y'all Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owners. I it, I was so excited to have him on tonight. I I, I teased him up to come on now. We both but, got mixed up. Yeah, but it's <laughs> but it's in ten minutes. Don't tell people we got it mixed up, man. We don't make mistakes here on the AK Show. <laughs> no, y'all know we do because we're human beings, right? What makes us different is we don't try to pretend that we don't make no, mistakes. No, we admit it. Yeah, we admit it because we're human beings, right? Um, you know who should be making mistakes right now. Before we get into uh, the crime wave, I just got to make mention of this Elon Musk story that's going around. Yeah, please do. Because this just, I mean, they're so used to getting away. These far left kooks in the media and in Congress are so used to getting away with saying whatever they want to Republicans, to conservatives, to anybody really and not being challenged on it. Right. Or they play the victim card if you say anything, whether it's the identity card of color or gender or what have you. Right. So, uh, Focahontas decided she was going to go after Elon Musk the other day, Not right? Not a good move. Not a good move, man, because a dude that could, that could create space travel like he did that's smarter than anything NASA's come back with is smarter than you, Focahontas. <laughs> so she calls him a freeloader. She's trotting out the same old tired rhetoric. See, right now they're trying to convince Americans that we need to do this build back better. We need to set up this whole entitlement. And they're not buying it. That, uh, yeah, and that we need to continue to spend and tax and spend in this whole cultural Marxist uh, demonize anybody with money, foster the, a, a feeling of envy with anybody who's got money, denying people uh, the, their right to uh, be considered successful because of their merits, right? They're trying to tear down a merit-based society and demonize anybody with money and, and then and then to, to set the stage to where Americans will believe that they're entitled to somebody's, like Elon Musk's money, right? So remember uh, back like when Obama said, you know, um, you didn't build that business, we did because you drove your truck on a road kind of thing. Well, that's what she was trying to go after with Elon Musk. She called him a freeloader, right? Oh, this clip makes me so happy. Right. Um, um, uh, well, I think you're thinking of the the other clip for San Francisco mayor. We'll save that one. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> yeah, you're hearing the sausage being made tonight. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's okay. 
There's just so many breaking news every every day, so many stories to get to. So uh, she's got a lot of gall calling somebody a freeloader, right? Because did she freeload off of minority status, pretending that she was a Native American so she could get a gig at Harvard making $400,000? Yeah, making $400,000 and then was forced to admit that she lied. I think the freeloaders are not people like Elon Musk who were paying 80% of all the taxes and all the revenue into this country, but the people that are sitting home that don't want to work, that feel entitled or that, or they want to, or they want to be bagging groceries at the grocery store and still be able to uh, live the lifestyle of, a, of Elon Musk, right? So his response to her was, shut up, Senator Karen. And you know the Karen reference, right? And then uh, he's like, you're just like that angry mom. That when you were a teenager and you went over to a friend's house, there was like the angry mom that was scaring, you know, yelling at people and just being all mean. And yeah, like the angry mom that's like the chain smoking, the one the one that's chain smoking throughout the day and got, you know, hair disheveled and like sucking on a on a Jack Daniels. Right. That's exactly who she's. So then Joy Reid decides to get in on it and um, he shut her down equally well. I think Joy Reid. um I think Joy Reid is trying to get in on it because her days, um, uh, her days on on uh, MSNBC and CNN, uh, just like CNN, are about to be over. She said, for so many reasons, being a freeloader and a selfish and disrespectful one is misappropriating black vernacular for misogynistic purposes. Is there? There was absolutely nothing that Elon Musk said or did that had anything at all to do with black, black culture, right? This is the state where we're at right now. Right. And where what we really need to be doing is we and we needed to shred this kind of nonsense and this kind of identity politics stuff years ago. I was about to say long ago. Right. Because what Elon Musk is doing is what Trump did, which is punching people back when they come at him with this racist crap, coming to him with this bigoted crap, coming to him with this misogynistic crap. It's like, no, I'm not putting up with it. And yeah, I'm going to call you a Karen back. Why does somebody have to put up with disrespect because somebody's in Congress or somebody's in media? No. For too long, we've had Republicans in Congress. Uh, and even Republicans in media, that all they cared about was currying favor with the media, thinking if they laid down, if they didn't punch back, that they were somehow going to be beloved. And it doesn't work. This is what you do. You punch back. And you don't allow this freeloading crap to continue to be ingrained into the minds of Americans. Now we go to the clip. Now, what, what this clip is about, this is about the fact that while we've got a crime wave across the country where where businesses are shutting down because people are too scared to go to work and people are being uh, being shot in the face, like I think somebody at a, a Philadelphia pizza parlor was shot in the face today. I mean, the crime wave is just out of control. And the Democrats now are trying to figure out what the cause of it is. This is San Francisco Mayor Golden, I think her name is. Oh, you're absolutely right, because I thought our clip was with Elon Musk. So, yes, I did have it mixed up. That's OK. Play the clip. It's time that the reign of criminals who are destroying our city, it is time for it to come to an end. And it comes to an end when we take the steps to be more aggressive with law enforcement, more aggressive with the changes in our policies, and less tolerant of all the that has destroyed our city. Andrew, I thought they wanted to defund the police. Right. That's what the, that's what the BS is going on in the streets. 
is y'all been defunding the police, right? You're trying to not only defund the police in terms of cutting back on money, you're not only you not only hamstringing them with trying to change their rules of engagement with criminals to where they can't do their job. You're also trying to defund the police and reduce police fo- uh, forces uh, by trying to trying to get rid of them and purge the, uh, any expect? of them. Yeah, any of them that don't want to get the jab, right? This is why I think the police chief was it or the sheriff in San Bernardino County said, "I'm not enforcing this mandate. I'll lose forty percent of my my people. We can't afford this." Not to mention the fact that it was these Democrats that made it here in California uh, uh, no longer a crime to go into a store and steal anything under, I think, $750. And then we add in the, the no bail, right? The, that uh, that people get released out on, on uh, back out on the streets if they commit crimes. And now it's like a revelation. They're like, oh my go- goodness, what's going on in our streets? You created this. Well, of course. And that's why they're all coming out. Nancy Pelosi saying today, Oh, this way, this crime wave is caused by an attitude of lawlessness. Yes, but who's got the attitude of lawlessness? The Democrat Party and those in power at the city, state, every level, and and, and federal level. That's what's going on. It was Kamala Harris who was a part of this no bail for or, or pay bail for all these Black Lives Matter and Antifa creeps that were going around committing felonies, beating people over the heads, business owners with two by fours, killing cops and attacking cops all over the place. We have the Chaz Autonomous Zone. This is the same Democrats that have us uh, having uh, illegals and cartel people creeps coming across our border with no restrictions whatsoever, flying in. From Afghanistan, a bunch of terrorists with, you know, 100,000 people that haven't been vetted, filled with terrorists or terrorist sympathizers. These are the same Democrats that have our country, uh, basically an entire country that's sanctuary to where these criminal illegals here, like the one that shot Kate Steinle, get protected and don't get handed over to the police. This lawlessness that's been going on has been happening for a long time in this country. And meanwhile, Biden is building a wall around his house. Of course. And one of the things that is related to this lawlessness is what happened with the Kyle Rittenhouse case, right? Because the, the, the Black Lives Matter and Antifa creeps that have been waging their reign of terror across this country... They got rewarded with some holiday. They don't get prosecuted. But then if you go out and try to protect your community exercising your second amendment rights and you find yourself having to defend your life you're the one who's going to get prosecuted gross crutes the jury found that kyle rittenhouse rightfully shot gross crutes in defense of his life which meant that gross crutes was attempting to kill kyle rittenhouse and he has not faced charges they want this lawlessness across this country. They just realize that the American people are getting upset at it now. So they're trying to act like, you know, the best defense is a good offense. Right. And at the same time, they don't want you to be able to be armed to defend yourself. Now we tee it up for the one and only Michael Schwartz of San Diego County Gun Owners here to talk about Newsom's. We got to take this serious, seriously. Newsom's attempt to hamstring gun owners by trying to piggyback off the Texas abortion law. So Michael Schwartz will be here to explain how they're going to try to pull that one off. Stay tuned. Get more from the Andrea K Show at OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show with my special guest, Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owners, here to share with y'all what Gavin Newsom plans to do, how he plans to somehow use a, the Texas abortion law to transfer that to gun control. 
which uh, seems a little crazy. So hopefully Michael Schwartz can help us uh, break this down because, you know, he's the he knows everything that has anything to do with gun control laws here in the state of California and what you need to know as a gun owner and how to protect yourself. And he joins me now. Hello, Michael. Welcome back to the show. Hey, Andrea, how you doing? I'm good, thanks. Glad to have you here with me. Um, I want to talk about that Gavin Newsom law, but also before we get into that, um, before the break, I was talking about this crime wave that we've got across this country. The Democrats are coming out today like they just don't know how this happened, Michael Schwartz. It can't be that no bail law. It can't be putting, you know, legal aliens back out on the street. It can't be... Um, you know, that you don't have to, you can just smash and grab and get away with it. Like we just had down in national city the other day. Uh, meanwhile, they don't want us to be able to defend ourselves. Right. Well, it's important. I I don't care what the violent crime is or or what the cause is. What I do care is we know this, we know the solution. We know a preventative measure that's extremely effective. In fact, close to 3 million times a year, someone uses a firearm in some fashion, in some way to stop a violent crime and make sure that they're safe from uh, from criminals. So that being the case, I mean, you know, uh, two plus two is four. It, it's that simple. So we want to make sure that everyone who is sane, trained, and law-abiding has a gun, has training, mm-hmm. and carries it everywhere they go, they go all the time. Well, and and I will add to that. I heard I think it was Todd Starnes today who said one of the one of the ways to solve this this looting, smash and grab nonsense is you arm all the security guards in the mall and in the stores and you put up the signs that say if you loot, we will shoot. Well, I I, I you know, it, it, You don't have to endorse some, that. <laughs> <laughs> there's some, there's a whole big world of 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 legality there. You certainly yeah. can't use lethal force to protect uh, property because human life is far more important than a piece of property. However, if someone is attacking you in order to steal property, of course you gotcha. can defend your life with, with lethal force. But I, I encourage everyone out there who's sane, trained, and law-abiding, get a gun, get training, and carry it everywhere you go all the time. So Gavin Newsom, he doesn't want that to happen. Tell everybody what, what his plan is to try to, to ap- apply, I guess, the same legal principles of the Texas abortion law to gun control here. Sure. So my understanding of the abortion law in Texas that was upheld by the Supreme Court is that it basically makes it easier for individuals to bring legal action or basically sue um, abortion clinics and abortion doctors, that sort of thing. So he decided he, uh, you know, Gavin Newsom decided he didn't like that, which is fine. Um, But what he wanted to do is take that law and apply it to guns uh, in California. Now, it doesn't really map over, and it doesn't really make any sense. And he used some scary terminology like assault weapons and that sort of thing. It, there's really no, there's no, it, it, there's no legal ground for it to stand on. If he's talking about suing manufacturers or retailers, there's already a ton of precedent that says, no, you can't do that. You know, if you're, they're, they're protected. Mm-hmm. Um, if a manufacturer is making a self-defense tool, a firearm, and a criminal uses it to commit some kind of criminal criminal act, they're protected. It's not their fault that somebody, you know, takes a gun or takes a bat or takes anything or a knife uh, and a knife, whatever and misuses it. Right. You know, if, if somebody takes a, a knife that was that was, uh, you know, invented and manufactured to spread butter and they decide to kill somebody with it. You know, the, the manufacturer is not responsible for that. Right. So, but it doesn't match over. Who's the manufacturer? There's, there's no manufacturer of abortions. You know what I mean? It doesn't right. match over 
at all, which leads me to believe one of two things. He's either completely and totally incompetent, which is highly possible, Mm -hmm. and doesn't understand the law in any way, which is entirely possible, but he's, he's the governor of California. He's surrounded by legal experts. The, the real, more, more likely possibility, he's just making noise. He's trying to scare yeah. people. He's trying to get in front of the, the microphone. He wants his, uh, his base to know that he hates guns and loves mm-hmm. abortion. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right, because I, I don't see how, from a legal standpoint, I'm not an attorney, um, and, and I don't think you're an attorney either, but you know the laws related to guns and the Second Amendment and the policies that are happening better than anybody around. So, uh, yeah, it doesn't make sense, and it's more likely that he's just tr- trying to get some attention for himself right now, you know, on this issue. Um, while you're now here that with doesn't me... Mean, that doesn't mean that some knucklehead in the Assembly, you know, might actually draft this thing and, and pass it. That's entirely possible, and I wouldn't put it past them. Right. Um, but but just know that there are legal experts, there are attorneys. I mean, they're they're going to be attorneys chomping at the bit to win this case against him. Right, and and because they are looking all day every day how they can they can take our gun rights away from us, and that was in effect of what, what they were trying to do with Kyle Rittenhouse, make him an example. Um, you know, it, it, that it, it's kind of an end around because it was like, well, you may be able to have your gun, own a gun, but if you go out in the street or use it to defend yourself, we're going to come after you. They, they were actually making the argument that he had no right to be patrolling and protecting any property or anybody's lives. And that to me, that was an end around, but direct assault uh, or attack on our second amendment. Exactly. Exactly. And, and it's, it, you know, and again, I, I really think it's just him making a lot of noise. None of this really, really. And I think it, it kind of happened in a, uh, uh, it took a lot of people by surprise because it's such an extreme statement right. and it left a lot of people scratching their heads. And it makes so little sense right. that people are trying to, you know, put the pieces together and go, okay, well, this must be what it be. But at the end of the day, it just doesn't make any legal sense. At gotcha. all. There's no law that he described that would, you know, pass any level of, legal scrutiny. Um, and, and here's the unfortunate thing. Uh, gun owners in California have turned into what he perceives as easy punching bags. So what we have to concentrate on doing is not trying to figure out what he is saying or whatever. We have to stop being easy punching bags. We have to get more organized. We have to raise more money and we have to get more people elected who support our second amendment rights. And that'll put an end to us being punching bags. Yeah, and I think we also need to be pushing back against experts like yourself, against nonsense narratives like Alec Baldwin's trying to put out from Rust that, um, you know, that and you could tell me maybe there's some merit to the argument that he didn't pull the trigger, that somehow that just bullet just, you know, decided to launch itself out of, out of the out of the gun uh, today, by the way, breaking news on that is that uh, that his phone, they are have issued a, a search warrant for his phone. Um, but you know, your, your reply to his, to his narrative there and his excuse. Guns don't go off unless you pull the trigger. There's, there's absolutely no, the likelihood of some kind of massive mechanical malfunction that just happened to happen at that second when he happened to be pointing it at somebody is, is ludicrous. I think that he's, you know, he's understandably been through a lot of trauma and is probably trying to trying to, you know, work his way through it. I'm sure he feels horrible. I wouldn't be surprised if he's suffering from some level of, of uh, you know, post-traumatic stress. Um, it's a big deal. He, he shot somebody and killed somebody who was mm-hmm. a good friend of his. Yeah. So I'm sure he's, 
you know, his mind is trying to make sense of it, but there's guns don't go off unless you pull the trigger. And it's important that you address that, because if that's if that gets into the minds of people, that's just another excuse then that that some gun control uh, policymakers, somebody trying to make a name for themselves can use. Right. As an excuse to try to, uh, you know, put put more of a squeeze on our on our right to own guns. Right. uh, So that's that was the concern for me there. Um, not sure. so much about about Baldwin, but how because the left is literally any any excuse that they can come up with, Michael Schwartz, any words that anybody can use, any story out there that they can glom onto in order to try to infringe upon our rights, they're they're going to use it. So that being yeah. said, I and with all this crime going on, um, there's some well known designer up in L.A. who's closed her store. She says she's scared actually to leave her house with this crime wave going on. Women more than anybody. Well, I don't know that more than anybody. But women, we all need to be armed and, and know how to protect ourselves. Tell everybody about your classes that you've got going on or anything that they, that can help the listeners um, get a gun know, and know how to use it. Sure. Well, we do have we, we have classes and we have shooting socials for anybody. But I actually agree with you more than anybody. Women need to be armed. I, I've learned from the women I, in my life that women live in a very different world. Um, and, uh, we have a program called not me, not me SD. And if you go to our website and click on the, not me button, you'll see that we, um, if you're a woman who wants to own a gun, wants to get training, wants to get her concealed weapon permit, we will help you for free. Um, do all those things. We'll, we'll find the resources for training and we'll show you how to get a gun. We'll pair you up with a, um, with a trained, uh, woman who is a volunteer and her, she, she just cares about helping other women and we'll help you through the entire process. That, that program was designed by us, by San Diego County gun owners to stop domestic violence and sexual assault by making sure that any woman who wants one can uh, defend herself with a firearm. Is it, is it financially affordable for everybody or is it the kind of thing to where, wow, it's just inflation's tough right now. Uh, it's the holidays. Um, but I'd like people to, I, I think it's a priority that you be able to, to be safe and secure and defend yourself. Our, it, so, what can you tell people program, about the cost? Sure. Our program's free. The help is free. But obviously, you know, a firearm costs costs money and training costs money and a CCW costs money. But we make sure that if, that if it is cost prohibitive, that we find discounts or grants so okay. that women don't have to choose, you know, that we don't want uh, self-defense to be cost prohibitive. We want to make sure that everyone can afford to, to be able to, to defend themselves. So if, if training uh, is too expensive, we'll find you discounted or free training. If a firearm is too expensive and you're going through a financial hard trip or a, excuse me, hardship, then we'll find somebody, you know, a grant. We'll find a discount. We'll find a donation. But we want to make sure that if you're a woman who wants to protect herself, that we, we give you the tools and the education to do that. Do people ever buy used guns? Is that something? Is that a thing? Sure. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, and a firearm, you know, it, you can you can easily find a high quality firearm that you can use to carry and defend yourself for under a thousand dollars. Used, you can probably find one for I'm going to say under five hundred dollars in some in some situations. Um, but it, it's not it's affordable. It's not cheap, but it's definitely affordable. Well, look, if you think about protecting your life or your home or your children you know, or, or your family, it's certainly worth the investment. And with what so many women and men pay today for a pair of shoes or for a handbag, you know, or for a coat or something, you think, you think about, you, you think about that it's so much protecting your life and your family's life is, is so much more valuable than that. So tell everybody how they can get this information, Michael Schwartz. And thank you so much sure. for being here. 
Well, thank you, Andrea. You go to our website, San Diego County Gun Owners dot com san diego county gunowners.com and if you're a woman check out our not me program or anybody can check out our shooting socials where we actually show you how to shoot a gun um for at a very low guy it's 60 dollars, and we'll take you to the range uh provide everything you need and show you how to shoot a gun awesome thank you so much i love what you do for our freedoms and in protecting our, our right to bear arms and and, and making thank it you. easy for people to learn about and and have that access so thank you so much well, thank you Merry Christmas. You too. Merry Christmas. All right, y'all stay tuned. We got more to talk about on the other side of the break. The Andrea K Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on ourfreenation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Uh, seeing a report that the Starbucks out on Lake Murray Boulevard isn't isn't requiring masks. So if you uh, want to get you some Starbucks, thank you for telling me that. That's yeah. right in my neck of the woods. Yeah, that's out in your hood, man. Loving so, that. Yeah, I know. And you know what? East County, baby. Second Starbucks I heard of Andrea was at one today. Yeah, and they don't care. Yeah. Well, there's the law enforcement isn't going to be enforcing it. So I mean, what's the point? Why you know? Why is anybody right? I mean, what there? It, it, you know, it, how is it a mandate if it's not going to be enforced? It's a mandate I, and it's got no teeth. Well, I think what it is, is it's a test. This is this is a test I of our will that. and whether or not we're going to be compliant. And um, uh, I think a lot a lot are failing at this. It's like, oh, you know, they, we got they want us to wear masks and we got to show the mask on. You know, if, the, if this test goes the way they want and it's, it's successful come January 15 here in California. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah, uh, it was interesting today. There was a hearing from the airlines and the Southwest CEO was like, I don't think masks are doing anything to anything about, you know, reducing COVID. And they went on. There was this big discussion about um, the quality of air on airplanes. And it's just like, this is so stupid what's going on here um, that nobody ever cared before or in the middle of any flu season, in the middle of we've got, you know, nobody ever tested to see if somebody with tuberculosis TB, which we've known about is, is on an airplane or we're not tested for um, the um, hepatitis C. We're not tested for so many different things that you could possibly get going in close quarters. This has just been the most obvious excuse to take control of our lives and usher us into the collective uh, to get us onto these uh, onto the technocratic system to where we're all having to have these shot passports online. Then we've then it's also part of the social credit system. It's a part of having digital and no um, cash. You know the biggest society. Selling, no matter what avenue of this whole pandemic that you tend to explore, when you hear the phrase "we're all in this together," that is a telltale sign. Well, that's what it's been about, you know. And, and and it's never been anybody's responsibility to keep you healthy. And the government is it's not the government's responsibility either. And that's why I got so mad when somebody texted me when I was frustrated with these Trump going on with these, you know, 15 days to flatten the curve. Well, he's just trying to keep you safe. I don't want any politician involved involving themselves in trying to keep me safe. And here we've got it. Uh, we, we reported last night on uh, some happenings in the appeals court. Well, the Justice Department, the, the uh, Biden administration has gone to the Supreme Court to try to get this uh, these shot mandates, in particular related to this one case that has to do with 26 states. 
we reported yesterday that the uh, Fifth Circuit out of New Orleans uh, lifted a nationwide ban, but they allowed the mandate to remain blocked in 14 states. There's a lot of legal reignings between the whites between the 14 and the 26 states. But basically, the Biden administration isn't happy that there's any block on 14 states. And there's other ones as well happening across the country. Because, see, there's different lawsuits taking place about mandates for Healthcare workers or mandates for federal workers or these people because they don't have religious exemptions. There's actually a lot of lawsuits taking place. I don't think that's going to go through because, again, ultimately, like we've said on the show, I think this is just going all the way up. Both of this for, you know, for healthcare workers and for everybody, it's going to the Supreme Court. Well, this is what they've applied for. They've said that they have now officially gone to after the uh, after the Fifth Circuit yesterday's announcement. The Biden administration is asking the Supreme Court to hear it. Now, the Supreme Court has not really heard anything else. They denied the uh, Amy Coney Barrett denied the students from Indiana. She denied people from New York. She denied people. They from, might deny Biden even a hearing. Um, you know, I, I, if they if they hear this case, that we're dead. should tell you everything. If they hear this case, we're dead. They should send it back and allow the lower courts. Um, I, I mean, I would like to think that they would hear it. And affirm that we have the constitutional right, but I don't believe that's going to happen. You know if they hear it, you know where it's going. Yeah. Yeah, they were dead. Absolutely. Um, Some GOP lawmakers are criticizing Disney today for bowing to China. You know, the story is disturbing. What Disney is doing. They've got Disney Plus. I don't subscribe to Disney Plus. It's horrible because I like Disney. Yeah, I do too, but... um, you know, they're no better than Nike. Well, this is also an outcropping of what we were talking about last night when you've when you've got a global economy and you've got corporations with, you know, with doing global enterprises in, in foreign countries and in communist countries. Then what are they going to do? They're going to kowtow to the local regime. Right. Disney Plus launched in Hong Kong and um, their episode of The Simpsons. I've never seen an episode ever. But there was a Simpsons episode where the family visits uh, Tiananmen Square in China and that has been removed uh, from the lineup, uh, 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 appearing uh, and unconfirmed that this has to do with censorship uh, by China. And, of course, um, there's Republicans that are upset by this. Um, I think for the Republicans to be upset about this, I think they it's kind of like a deflection, kind of a distraction. Because it's also the wrong focus. I mean, what, what are they going to do? Well, I mean, the, the point is, is as we talked about it with Elhoff last night. Uh, the the Republican Party encouraged the one world government, the new world order, this global economy, giving our power away, giving uh, uh, it, there was a time in which I mean, do we how much of, do we export anymore versus import almost our, so much of our supply chain? What is that blockage about? Because we're importing everything from China, right? We, we at least Trump got some manufacturing going in this country, but the Republican Party was happy that, that it was outsourced. And I remember when the Democrats bashed George W. Bush for that. Then they put Obama in office and his job czar from uh, what's his face from GE just outsourced and did manufacturing. What did Hillary Clinton do with her Russian reset? She worked as the business developer for Russia's Russia's Silicon Valley. Right. So both parties have participated in um, this global economy. So what do you expect is going to happen, Republicans, when you've got a, a, a U.S. corporation doing business in communist China? You encourage that business in communist China. Now you're scratching your head like, oh, yeah, we're kowtowing to China. No, you kowtowed to China when you when you supported and pushed. Kind of like the Democrats in violence. Same thing. Absolutely. All right. Tomorrow's Friday Fun Day. Thank you, Michael Schwartz, for being here. Thank you, Skins. Thank you to the listeners. Love you all. See you tomorrow.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.